Welcome to Moms in the Hub podcast, the one and only podcast for Lubbock moms. I share mom fells, discuss trending mom topics, and highlight amazing parents in the 806. So grab a drink and join me as we navigate motherhood in the Hub City. Make sure to give a review and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm your host, Danae Hooks. I'm an author, speaker, Lubbock Moms contributor, and chaos coordinator to three pretty amazing kids. On today's episode, I have local mom, Stephanie Atkins. Stephanie is a fitness instructor, cycle bar instructor, mom, and influencer. She also happens to be my trainer and one of the reasons that I am living a healthier lifestyle in 2022. We have all set goals for the new year, but as February comes into play, we start to slack off and lose motivation. Stephanie is here to get us back on track. Okay, before I start the interview with Stephanie, I want to do a quick catch up. I actually recorded the interview with her last week, and then I'm recording this on February 2nd, so the day after the UT and Tech basketball game, which was so exciting and nerve-wracking, and we actually are season ticket holders, but decided on Sunday to go ahead and sell these tickets, um, frankly, because the tickets were going for so much. So we did watch it at home. Probably the best call for our family since it was late and a school night. But I could tell that stadium was just, that was electric. They were It was probably a crazy atmosphere to be in. So I do kind of miss that we didn't get to experience all of that. But I am so proud of our basketball team and Coach Adams. And we're so excited to see what they do um, over these next few weeks with the rest of the basketball season. And also, I just got over COVID. So um, it was my first experience with that. And I felt pretty, pretty bad a couple, for a couple of days. And I quarantined away from the family. So um, once I felt a little bit better, I had a few days where I was able to get a lot of work done. Because it's amazing how much work you can get done when you don't have a husband or kids um, bothering you every five seconds. So I was in a room um, getting a few things checked off my list. But I'm glad that that's over with and we are all on the mend. And I'm really excited about this interview because... At the beginning of the year, I adopted a brand new lifestyle with Stephanie helping me. And you know, for the past seven to 10 days, I haven't been able to work out because of COVID. And so I'm excited to get back into that routine. And I think this is the perfect interview to kind of kickstart that. So I hope that you get some great tips and advice um, from all of her knowledge. And I will put all of her information in the show notes if you are interested in reaching out to her. So enjoy. Hey, I'm so excited to have Stephanie here with me today. Hello, Stephanie. Hi. First of all, I, I'm glad that you agreed to come on because you are my personal trainer and you have seen, we just met recently, yes. but I know you've seen a shift in a lot of things that have gone on in my life lately. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm very excited to interview you today and ask all these different questions because I know that towards the end of January, everybody starts kind of falling off of their goals and the momentum is kind of lost. Yes. So I'm hoping since you're coming out, this episode's coming out the first of February, I'm hoping that everybody can hear this and kind of revive their motivation and their goals when it comes to um, maybe hitting some health goals, accomplishing some weight loss or whatever it is you have that you're wanting to do. But first, sorry, introduce yourself, please. Okay. I'm Stephanie Adkins and I am... Let's see, 33. Just turned 33. It's going to be a great year. Um, I'm married to Jonathan Adkins. He just went through a huge career change, so that's been nice to have him home. We have two kids. Cullen Adkins is six, and Emma Kate Adkins is three, about to be four. Wow. So you've got your hands full. Have my hands full. I'm busy. I stay busy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so tell us everything that you do. You've got, you wear a lot of different hats. Yes. So go over that a little bit, what you do for a living. So I started my personal training business about eight, nine years ago, and that's kind of been my baby. It's just grown with me over the years. I used to work a lot in person. Then I took it online while I was staying at home with kids, and now it's kind of back to both. And um, I also sell activewear. I'm a Zaya active rep. I got into that, and I love it. I've been doing that for three years. Um, What else do I do? Macro coach. Yes. 
my first. Oh, psycho bar instructor. Oh my goodness. I just finished teaching. <laughs> you just came from there. Yes. I am a psycho bar instructor and I love that. That's my newest thing. Oh, so, okay. So you yes. haven't been doing that very long. No, I started there end of August. Well, it looks like fun. It is so much fun. That is like my outlet. I would say it's, it's a very creative space where I can just kind of let go and really enjoy myself. Yeah. Well, I, so I haven't done a cycle class since college. So it's been wow. like 20 years. And I enjoyed it, and I almost died. <laughs> it's hard. It's like it's a, a different lot. kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're also an influencer. I guess so. I, I wouldn't call myself that, but yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> well, people are always looking to you for, yeah. you know, the next thing, and so that's good. Yes, I am very present on social media. I feel like it's something I'm called to, so yeah. I try to show up there as often as possible. Well, and that's the way the world's going, like, especially right. with pandemic and a lot of things being virtual. Yes. It's... Um, I mean, we have to adapt, and mm-hmm. that's the way it's going. And you're young, so you can do that. That's right. It's a lot harder at 39. I know. It's <laughs> a lot of new things. <laughs> well, I have so many questions um, for you today because I think all the ladies listening, and the men too, I think they they definitely want to know all these questions, like all the answers to these questions so they can apply them to their lives. Yeah. Um, how did you get started on your health journey? I know yes. there's a story behind all of that. So yes. tell me about that. So... I mean, taking it way back, growing up, I always really struggled with self-image. So my late teens, early 20s, I was really struggling with eating disorders, um, terrible coping mechanisms, and really struggling with my identity. So I went to school for nutrition at Texas Tech. Okay. Um, I did not graduate, but I did learn a lot from that. And while I was in that program, I realized I really wanted to be a trainer. So I had just gotten back from traveling the world. I was a missionary for a year. Oh, wow. And went on what is called the World Race. It's where you backpack for a year, 11 months. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Awesome. It was incredible. It really changed my life. Um, when I came back, though, I was very overweight. Um, what like clinically obese, you mm-hmm. know, when you weigh on the scale, that's a hard thing to accept when you see that. Oh, yeah. And I went in for a physical when I got back and my cholesterol was really high and I was very young and it honestly was kind of a wake up call. Like I don't need to just do this because I want to look different, but because my health is not in a good place. Um, so that really kicked things in gear. That's also when I started dating my husband, so I think I had that motivation to, like, you know, want to get in shape. But I was, I hired a personal trainer and a nutritionist, and seeing the differences in both of those, I realized I wanted to go more the personal training route, um, more than the clinical route of being a nutritionist. So I actually started pursuing that, got my certification, went to school for that, and started out of a garage, which is funny because now I'm back working out in my garage, but... Um, I started in my sister's garage and held my first boot camp is what I called it. It was like a boot camp. And I had 10 girls sign up. Wow. And we just, they would come to my garage. They would park down the street. We'd run to my garage. And then we would work out. And that's how I got started. So, I mean, it's been a long process of learning and growing. And I actually took it online before the online space was really big. Um, and I did it because a few of my clients, I had moved to Idaloo. Okay. And so my Lubbock clients were like, man, you should start something online so we could do it from a distance. So I would work out with the girls in Idaloo in person and then post that workout in a Facebook group online. And it took off. And I was able to – I realized that was too much for me to juggle at the time with two little kids. Right. So I trans- – or maybe I just had one at the time. I don't even know. Um, so I transitioned all to online for a while until my kids got to a point where I could start doing it training one-on-one in person again and things like that. So you were way ahead of the game before pandemic hit. Yes. So actually, um, as all self-employed businesses, you know, I had actually taken a hit before the pandemic. And it got to the point where I didn't know if it was worth it to keep going. My, mm-hmm. my sales were down, a lot of things. I had made some business changes that probably weren't the best decision. And um, so that's when I started growing it back. I was like, you know, this is a perfect opportunity to really reach people that need something in the online space. I already have it set up. So I started pushing it. I started doing the live workouts instead of just posting workouts. Mm-hmm. And that kind of took off and my business probably doubled within the past year. And it's been such a gift because I'm able to reach more women. Well, it's been a huge, huge gift to me. I'm so glad. And I have to say, I used to work out at Orange Theory, which yeah, I loved. Absolutely. But being a busy mom of three and also working from home, I just did not make it in there. I know. And the the difference with working out with you is that it's so 
available. Mm -hmm. I can I can do it as I need to do it or as my day allows me to do it. But plus, I can still do lives with you guys. So yes. and there's a community of women around it, which has been amazing. They're all cheering each other on. So for my lifestyle, and I think a lot of busy moms, it's been it's been a blessing to be able to do it like that. That is so beautiful. And that's honestly who I cater to the most is busy women, whether young or older, whether with kids or without kids. Um, and the biggest part of what I love doing is making it personal because I know on my own, own journey, I had a lot of weight to lose and I didn't know how to do it. And I needed that support of somebody checking in on me, seeing how I was doing, watching me progress, encouraging me. So that's what I try to do for my clients. Yeah. And you absolutely do that. Um, I can speak to that. Um, I follow a lot of, you know, Lubbock personal trainers and yeah. people in fitness here and you stuck out to me. Mm. Um, you're the person I've thought about reaching out to several, but you're the person I actually reached out to oh. because I, your faith came through mm. and I know that plays a huge role in your life. Yeah. And I knew that that was what I needed because my faith is so important to me. So how mm. does that play a role in what you do for women and in your career? Honestly, it's everything. I don't think I would do what I do without it because it's a lot it's just a lot, you know. Um, as women, we go through a lot, and we have a lot of things that we're carrying, and I wouldn't be able to, I would say, like, minister to that many women without God being the biggest part of it. Um, it's something I really feel called to do, so that makes a difference, too, because on the days um, where work is hard or things, you know, my life gets in the way, I still feel this deep calling to mm -hmm. work with each of you, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so... Everything I've done in my life, I've always asked the Lord about it first. And it was actually while I was overseas, I think I was in Thailand at the time, I really just saw this picture of me like helping women and getting my health back so I could help other women. And not from a place of, I have it all together, but I've walked through it. And I know if I can do it, you can too. And um, so, yeah, I mean, honestly... The only way I feel like I can do what I do is because of my time alone with the Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get my ideas for my next programs from talking to him, you know, spending time in the word. And it really is a big part of everything I do. Well, and you, when you feel like you're called to do this, mm -hmm. you're able to, you know, grow the kingdom and also do what you love to do. Yeah. When those things meet and can be together, it's incredible. It's amazing. You know that that's his plan, mm -hmm. and it makes it that much sweeter, and it also makes it that much more successful because your heart is completely in it. Yeah, and honestly, that's something that developed over time because when you start a business, you're told not to bring your faith into it. Mm -hmm. And so for a few years, I think I was nervous or timid to really bring my faith into it. Um, but the longer I kept going, the more I realized like women need that. Mm -hmm. um, I've even had women in my group who are not believers and they've still come back even though right. I'm sharing my faith is a big part of it. So um, that's just something I kind of chose to do is to bring Jesus into it because I can't do it without him. No, we can't. <laughs> that is the truth. Well, I personally, like I said, I reached out to you and I, I honestly believe that meeting you and joining your program has been life-changing for me. Um, I have tried to lose weight and get healthy and diet a bazillion times. I can't tell you all the things that I've done and tried. And it's not that I don't know what to do, mm -hmm. but the accountability comes in, the coaching, the, you know, cheering you on when you have a bad day. Yeah. And you, of all people, know that this has been a rough month for me. Yeah. And typically, I would resort back to my old coping mechanisms, which would be wine and tacos. Mm -hmm. And all those Bill things yeah. are fine. <laughs> but I would, on the good days, when something was a success, I would celebrate with those things. And then on the bad days, when something was bad, I would also, you know, make myself better for having those things. Right. And I realized last year I had some health problems. And that was when it all came to a head where I, you know, it's a lot less for vanity reasons and more for being around for my kids and my grandkids and being able to not only be a good example for them, but also to be able to physically do stuff with them that I haven't been able to do. And so I think this month has thrown a lot of things at us, but being on the right track with your program and the ladies in the group and just having the right tools in my toolbox it's made all the difference where I haven't um, fallen back to my old ways and I've actually had some successes. So, I mean, 
I am proof that it actually works if you just let it. So it's amazing. Yeah. So proud. Are you looking to buy or sell a house? Look no further than Lubbock local Sherry Seifert. Sherry is a West Texan with years of experience helping families find their perfect home. She is knowledgeable about the area and will make your family her top priority. Find her on Facebook or Instagram at Lubbock Life or check out her website, yourdreamhomelubbock.com. You're currently doing a program called 75 Heart, which I've seen a lot of people on Instagram. I follow several people that have been doing it. It's very popular right now. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's hard. It is hard. That's why it's called 75 Heart. It is hard. Because you have to physically do two things a day, one being outside, right? Yes. Uh, well, there's several things that you can do. Yes. But I know that you have had some things thrown at you in the last couple of months. Tell us a little bit that, about that and how you've, you've chosen to not, to go on and not um, get off 75 hard. Yeah. Well, honestly, the first week, um, it was that time of the month. I'm just going to be super frank. Right. Um, so already feeling kind of down. And then there was a death in the family. Mm -hmm. It was the second death that we've had in probably just a few months. I lost my grandfather and then my grandmother. Sorry. And it's okay. It was time, but it was still a loss. And to see my mom go through that, it, and it's just heavy. There's a lot that goes, you know, yeah. goes on when there's a death in the family. Mm -hmm. It's very taxing. Um, and then my son just had surgery. He got really sick. He was in the hospital in November. And then now we just got his tonsils out. So um, we've had a lot happen. Lots yeah. of sickness in our family. Um, there's probably other things that I can't even think of right now because I feel like it's kind of been a blur, but something I've told, you know, the group, <laughs> I'm sorry, Raiders in the background yawn. He is just He's dying to get on here. <laughs> um, but something I've told you girls in the group is you have to be committed over motivated. And for me, I needed to commit to the 75 hard program because I needed that next step to help me be disciplined again, because I was resorting to coping mechanisms, you know, mm -hmm. almost giving myself the easy way out because I was tired mm -hmm. and we all go through that as women. And I want to say that because I'm human too. And I'm a very motivated person, you know, I'm a motivator, but even myself, like I go through seasons, <laughs> I go through seasons where it is very, it is very hard to stay motivated and keep going. So my commitment to a program, having very clear steps of like, this is what I'm doing every single day. So for me, I needed to commit to a program that was very easy to follow. I knew what I was going to do every single day, and I was going to track those things, and I was going to commit to it for 75 days. So for me, I needed something hard. I needed something to challenge me to be more disciplined because I'm very settled into my routine with mm -hmm. what I do. So this was just to take me to the next level. And honestly, when things came up, it almost gave me more strength to know, like, this is what I'm sticking to, that those other coping things, like food or whatever it may be, isn't even an option, you know? And yeah, so, it's your constant. Yeah, it helped me make healthier choices. And bringing faith into that, it helped me when I felt like I was at the end of myself to really rely on his presence and say, God, I can't do this. Like, I just want to do this or I want to do this. And I want to just go to bed instead of getting an extra workout in right. and tapping into his strength instead of my own has been huge. Yeah. Well, I remember, I think you had strep. You did you oh, have strep? I did have strep. Yeah, I did. The and first were, week. Yes. Yes. And I, you were out, did a live while you were out walking or whatever. And you said something about this is the point where commitment has to yeah. take over motivation yep. because you weren't motivated, but you were committed. committed. And that has stuck with me more than anything because on days when I wasn't motivated, I would repeat that to myself and then I get up and do what I'm supposed to do. That's right. Stay committed. Mm -hmm. We won't always be motivated. So yeah. That commitment can be there. You've seen some changes with 75 hard. Yes. So that's so it's the change has been worth it or the commitment has been worth it. Yes. And honestly, I wouldn't say I've seen like crazy, um, crazy changes, but the small changes and the way that I feel, um, make it so worth it. Yeah. I know the very first thing of people that want to live a healthy life or reach some goals, mm -hmm. they don't even know where to start. Right. What would be a good first step that's, that everybody can do no matter what health yeah. journey they're on? Yeah. So no matter where you're at right now, if you're listening, choose something to commit to, choose a plan, choose a program. If you just say, I'm going to go to the gym three times a week, but you have no plan or program, 
it's going to be really hard to stick with it. The more clear cut, I think that's why I've been able to stick with 75 hard. It's clear cut. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Um, so find a plan. There's free online plans everywhere. You can look on Pinterest, but come up with a plan. Know when you're going, what you're doing, what you're eating, mm -hmm. what your goals are. Make it very clear so that you can stick with it. Okay, so your advice is to just commit to something. Yes, find a program, find accountability, find a plan. Well, I was listening to a podcast, and it, I don't know, it was probably last year during, and I remember him saying, like, if you say you want to lose a pound and you don't set specific goals, like, if you literally lose a pound in one year, then you've, you've hit your goal. That's true. So you have to, like, put numbers on it, put specific yes. guidelines so you can actually achieve them. Yep. I've tried... Um, like I said, I've tried a lot of different things, and what I've found with me is restricting myself mm -hmm. does not work very well because then I go crazy. Um, but the one thing that you teach is counting macros. Yes. Um, and that has helped because I haven't been restrictive. Uh, I just, if I decide to eat something, then I make sure I change up my day. That's exactly right. So tell me a little bit about counting macros. Yes. It's, it's foreign to me and a lot of people. <laughs> yes. It, even when I started dabbling into it years ago, it took me a while to really grasp it. Basically, think of it this way, is that you have a budget, okay, with, with your calories. So you get yourself, if let's say you're trying to lose weight, you get yourself in a calorie deficit, which you can find either on the internet or working with a coach. Once you are in that calorie deficit, then you can work your macros how you want to. So if you want a hot dog, you can have a hot dog, but then the rest of the day you're going to work around your macros. And macros are just carbohydrates, protein, and fats. So you get um, a range where, or you can track it by grams, and you just track that so that, I'm trying to make it like as simple as possible, so that you can have more of some things, but then you're going to have less for later. So you can enjoy things without restricting, mm -hmm. but you still have to be mindful of what you're eating. So I always say 80-20 rule, 80% clean and healthy, 20% whatever you want. And then if you're working towards a really strict big goal, um, especially for myself right now in 75 hard, I'm trying to do 90% clean and healthy, 10%, you know, kind of whatever, but... That's what I need because I'm yes. trying to hit a very big goal before my 40th birthday. Yes, ma'am. But the one thing I've discovered with um, counting macros is I can eat a lot of food mm -hmm. and I did not realize how much food I could eat. Yeah. In fact, I can't even hit my calorie intake for the day because mm -hmm. I'm so full. When you look at what you're eating, the bad food, like if you go to Wendy's and get like a one of their meals, it's like over 2,000 calories. That's your whole day right there. That is. But then you're hungry four or five hours later. Mm -hmm. But with counting macros, I literally, I have a huge breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks in between, and I still don't hit it because I'm eating all the right things, mm -hmm. and you can eat a lot of food when you're eating the right things. Yep. And think of it as nutrients, like you're giving your body all the nutrients it needs, so then you're not going to be craving as things as often, um, unhealthy things. And I even try to steer away from calling foods, foods good or bad. There are foods that line up with your goals, and there aren't, you right. know? You could choose to eat that, but is it in alignment with who you want to be, where you're going, and your health goals? Is it making you healthier? Is it making you better? You know? Yeah. And you don't feel as good. I, so I've, true. I've now done this for, what, five weeks now, mm -hmm. and I've had – we've had all these things happen, and I've, I have – like, there's some been some bad days where it's just easy to grab something when we were in a rush. Right. But for the most part, I've stuck with it. And even with all these huge things happening, all this drama, all this stress – I wasn't able to work out during COVID. I'm still not able to work out right now, but I've still managed to lose eight pounds in it's the incredible. last month. Yeah. Even with, and I'm eating a ton. So, Just to speak to what you just said, you can also find foods that are better for you or in alignment with your goals, even if you have to get fast food. Mm -hmm. I mean, there really are options pretty much everywhere if you'll just be looking for it. Right. And another thing that's helped me is meal prepping. Yes. That's because Huge. I'm less likely to just go grab something when I know that I have it all prepped and yes. ready to go. Yes. And when my husband was quarantined with COVID, he, I mean, he's doing this journey with me. He's not doing your workouts, but he's um, eating when I'm eating meal prepped food already. And he was like, felt like he was like eating the best of the best. <laughs> that's right. That's amazing. I didn't get the same treatment when I was in quarantine. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> no, he did really good. Um, but it, yeah, I didn't prep beforehand and I should have. It's okay. But it's not like I knew I was going to get it. Right. <laughs> Speaking to having all this coronavirus going around right. and 
there is a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. How do you stay motivated in, in the midst of all of the chaos that the world is going through right now or you're going through right now? Honestly, probably not the answer you want to hear, but I, I don't think you do. Um, staying motivated in the midst of a lot of trials is hard. And there are going to be so many days you don't feel motivated. More days this month than not, I haven't been motivated. But I think it is choosing what you focus on. If you focus on all the negative going on in the world, all the hardships, all the hard things, you're going to see more of that. Um, And I call it the dark rabbit hole because I can easily go down this dark rabbit hole of everything going on in the world or I can choose to focus on what I can control, which is my own little bubble, my own family, my own life, and what I give out into the world. And honestly, that is how I stay positive. That's how I stay, I guess, more motivated, air quotes. But it's because I'm choosing to focus on the good. Yeah. So I think if you can just focus on the good things and what you can control and focus on your own goals and the goals you can control, then um, it'll be a lot easier. That's true because, I mean, you can't – you have no control over what goes on in the world or around you, but you do have control on what you put in your mouth Mm -hmm. and what kind of activity you're going to get yourself during the day. And also what you put into your mind. You know, our minds are so powerful, and a lot of what I focus on with my training is mind, body, and soul. So Mm -hmm. we can only train our bodies so much. Like, our minds are what drive our bodies, and if we don't fix the negative thought patterns, if we don't fix the negative self-talk, the things that are really going on inside of our head all day long, we're going to have a hard time sticking with anything. So I think really watching what you're feeding your mind, what you're watching, what you're listening to, what you're seeing, and what you're speaking to yourself. So mindset, if we yep. we got to take in the positive stuff and work on that just as much as the physical. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. even in the workout this morning, I said something that wasn't true. I don't know if you did that workout yet, but no. I can't remember what I said. But I said something like, oh, I can't do this. And immediately I corrected it mm-hmm. because we can all say those negative things to ourselves. So we have to correct it and replace it with truth immediately and just constantly be doing that all day long to stay in that positive headspace. You know, that's been something like a saving grace this month is – I haven't been able to control a lot, but being able, I know I can control, you know, my meals and like I said, my physical activity. And that's been almost like a, just a pillar of strength that I've kind of gravitated towards Mm -hmm. because when everything else is spinning out of control, I still have control of that. So absolutely. Yep. I've done a lot of quick fixes in my life, which have not served me well. They do at the time. And then it all comes all the way comes back. Yep. I can't tell you how many programs or fad diets or different things I've done to my body to try to lose that 10 pounds or that 20 pounds. So quick fix versus lifestyle change. Mm -hmm. Because I know your program is all about lifestyle change. Yes. And the reason it is is because I did the same thing. I mean, I did all the quick fixes you can think of. (laughs) And it always came back. And it was never, um, that's why I talk about mindset. Like it wasn't changing my mind or the way I viewed myself. It was just a quick fix to control what I ate and being in this depriving state where then afterwards I just wanted to overdo it or go the opposite way. So that's a huge reason why I teach macro counting because you can have what you want in moderation. And instead of excluding food groups or, you know, a huge chunk of what we need or a huge chunk of calories that we need and going way low calorie, um, we do it in a moderate way. That way you don't feel that deprivation and you can stick with it long term. So a big reason I was turned off to 75 hard for so long is because it didn't seem attainable. And I don't think it's for everybody. I want to say that because it's not doable for everybody in every season. I do think it will change you, the, just the commitment of it, but it's not healthy for everybody to work out two days or right. two times a day, you know, or, and even myself, I'm doing one low impact, you know, a walk and then a workout or cardio and lifting. Um, and so I think with everything, you just have to take it with moderation and think, can I sustain this long-term? Can I actually keep this up long-term? Now, if you have a big goal you're working towards, I always say this, you're probably going to have to sacrifice more in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, but that's not forever. You yeah. will gradually add things back in. You'll get into um, a place where you can even um, just kind of not coast, but you won't be having to be in a deficit, a cal- caloric deficit. And even you, you said 
we have you in a caloric deficit, but you're not hungry no, because no, no. yeah, because you're eating the right things. So right. I think everybody just needs to think before you start something, is it too good to be true? Is it a quick fix? Is it promoting, you know, quick weight loss? Um, and is it sustainable long-term? If it's not, just be careful because that's what we call yo-yo dieting. You know, you'll, you'll dip down and it's great for a little bit, but it messes with your metabolism, your hormones, and then you gain it all back. So, and that's where I found myself, you know, in the beginning of just like my journey, just being like, wow, this, I have a long way to go and what I've done before isn't working. So Mm -hmm. what can I hold on to that will be long-term and it's more activity and less, less calories in a healthy way, enough calories, but less calories. Right. Yeah. Well, and I remember something that you said in the beginning, how it'll get easier to say no to a lot of things. Um, because I was doing, putting more, when I stopped to look at it, I thought I was eating kind of healthy, Mm -hmm. but then when I started logging things and looking at things, I realized that 80% of the time I was eating bad and making bad choices and 20% I was eating healthy. So of course I'm not going to see a change like that. You said it was easier. The more you said, no, it would, it would become easier. And now that I'm, you know, four or five weeks in the way that I feel eating good stuff and moving my body versus how I felt eating junk or things that weren't as full of nutritional nutritional value because that that's really the thing it wasn't necessarily junk but it just wasn't full of nutritional value right I can tell a difference in how I feel my energy mm-hmm. I think it helped me actually get through COVID faster Absolutely. I know it did my husband yes and um and I could just I can just feel the difference in my body so I'm thinking why would I go back to the other way when I feel this great this way yes it's a huge difference And I know those bad choices will creep back in occasionally. I get it. But now that I'm living, now that I'm able to see the difference, it's huge. Absolutely. And that's how you make it a lifestyle change. You do things that will make you feel better, mind, body, and soul. It's hard work. It's not easy. But then once you get on the other side of it, you realize the benefit outweighs the ease of just everything that's quick. A quick fix. I want this energy. Like I want this energy every single day because I'm crushing goals and I'm making like leaps and bounds on, you know, the professional side of my life and the personal side and the health side. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge difference and it's a lot to do with you. So thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) It will. It'll trickle into everything you do. Yeah. Valentine's Day is right around the corner and you know what that means? Marriage proposals. If you are looking for the perfect place to host your dream wedding, and make sure to check out Bella V Wedding Venue and Event Center. Voted number one for Best of Lubbock Wedding Venues in 2021, Bella V is the ideal location for a large gathering or an intimate event. Call them today at 806-787-7777. Well, and you talk, another thing I want to talk about, you talk about this with macros, yeah. that there is some grace. Yeah. So talk about those days when you just don't feel like doing it you've got to give yourself grace, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a fine line. And this is what, honestly, it's one of my most asked questions. Like, how do we know when to give ourselves grace and when to really be disciplined? Mm -hmm. And there's not a one size fits all, honestly. Um, It's a process of learning yourself. So for me, I need more discipline right now. Yes, I'm going to still have grace with myself when I mess up, but that doesn't mean I let myself slide back into unhealthy habits just because things are hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let's say you have a day where you just eat all the things. The biggest thing, the best thing you can do is just accept what happened, give yourself grace, and be like, okay, what do I need to do? And move forward. Um, Something I heard a long time ago is that grace is actually God's ability. So instead of grace being like, oh, I'm going to have mercy on myself, it's actually God's ability. So to have grace means I'm going to ask God for his ability to do the next thing. So if I'm struggling with my eating one day and I just want to eat all the things, yesterday was that day for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to eat all the comfort foods. I want yeah. mac and cheese. I want, and those things I could have, right? but it just takes up a lot of my calories. And so there's a, you think through these things, okay? And you decide like, what is my best yes? What is my healthiest thing? And so in those moments, even if I choose to have a huge bowl of mac and cheese and then it takes up half of my calories for the day, I say, okay, God, I obviously need your help today. Help me have your ability to choose healthy choices, even though right now I want to eat all the things. So yeah. um, when I 
I overslept for a workout one day. And one of the girls texted me and said, Grace, she said, Grace, baby, Grace. And I was like, <laughs> man, that is so true. And you guys had such grace with me. But it's also because I know that's not who I am. So I think that's a big part of it too. Like knowing who you are and giving yourself grace when you make a choice or you accidentally do something that's not really who you are, reminding yourself of who you really are, asking mm -hmm. God to remind yourself who you really are and who he says you are, and then walking forward in that identity. Grace is a huge thing that we've learned over the last couple of years, mm -hmm. and there needs to be more of it <laughs> with ourselves and with other people. Absolutely. And that's right, though, because you're going to have those days where you don't feel like it mm -hmm. or you're going through something, but it's what it, there's some quote about, you know, it's okay to have those feelings, but don't just like live there. Yeah. Yeah. Just have yeah. it briefly and then move on. Have the feelings, feel the things and then move forward. And I think giving yourself grace is just forgiving yourself for whatever happened, whatever choice you made, and then pick yourself back up, move right. forward. Yeah. Well, um, I already talked about meal prep, but mm -hmm. I think that's a huge, huge factor in all of this. Yes. Um, you talk about meal prep. I have some of your recipes and the first week I did this, I actually made one of your recipes and how is that such a game changer when it comes to all of this? Because you're prepared. So anytime you're making a huge lifestyle change, it needs to be easy, accessible and right there. And so when you meal prep, your meals are right there. You don't have to think about it. It's already made. It's already, you know, what's in it. And so then when you have the choice to say, oh, I want fast food or I have a meal in my fridge that I've already made and I don't want it to go bad, you choose, you know, it's easier to make the healthy choice. Yeah. So that's what makes it such a, a huge game changer. You have great proteins, great nutrients right in front of you, so it makes it easier to make the change. Yeah, I remember the first week Sam said something about, you want to go eat or whatever? And I was like, nope, I already have every single See? lunch prepared. Yep. And that's what I'm going to go grab and eat. That's exactly right. And it made it, it you're right, it made it so much easier. And for me, I have been that girl. I know it doesn't sound like appealing to everybody, but I've been the girl where I take my own meal prep to a meal. Like, maybe mm -hmm. not like a sit down nice, somebody serving me food. I'm not going to bring my own food. But like, if we had a church event or something and I knew there was going to be pizza and that wasn't my best yes, I'd just bring my own food. Nobody thought anything of it. Yeah, that's you know? true. Because people around you are going to support you. Absolutely. They want what's best for you. Yeah. And if they don't, maybe you shouldn't be around them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so be that girl. Take your food. Meal prep. That's a good idea. Because we, um, you know, we're going on vacation in three weeks. Mm -hmm. And that this is something I thought a lot about. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to still make choices, but also still enjoy myself. And I desperately need a break. Mm -hmm. But I don't want all my hard work to go down the drain in one week. Yeah. So I have to make good choices. Yes, I have some tips for you too. Oh, good. Okay, so when you're traveling, protein first. You're automatically going to get a lot of extra carbs and fats just from the food you eat while you're traveling. So if you can make sure you have protein snacks. So I always take protein bars with me, maybe some beef jerky, things that are high in protein so that I don't have to worry about the rest of the meals because I know I'm getting my protein in. I will literally pack a shaker bottle with protein powder in little baggies inside of it okay so that I can have because it's lightweight if you're flying mm -hmm. now if I'm going on a road trip I'll just pack some pre-made protein shakes that way every day I know I'm getting a protein shake in okay so my protein's up and then the rest of the day I can have more grace with myself yeah and then you're not starving so you're right. not just gonna like eat everything inside That's exactly right That's and then go in with the mindset of like I'm gonna choose the healthiest choice I can so okay. you want to be careful of salads usually the dressing get that on the side because that's you know, any of the dressing or toppings are going to be higher in fat, so just in higher calories. So if I'm eating out, I always look for either a healthy salad without those things on it that I can add on just a little bit of, um, get a vinaigrette, or look for like a lean meat with either um, a carbohydrate like pasta, rice, something like that, and vegetables. Okay. So yeah, simple. because when I started logging everything, I thought, I'll just eat. I love salads. I'll yeah. just eat salad every day. But when I started logging everything, crazy. it got up there. Like that's I was up. hitting it because of all the toppings mm -hmm. and the dressings. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that's not always the best choice. I know. That might be your like <laughs> your whole day right there. That's right. So you, ha you do have to keep be mindful of all those things. Yes, be mindful. That's all you can do. Yes, okay. And enjoy yourself too. Like, right. Enjoy the vacation, but enjoy the atmosphere of vacation enjoy the people you're around rather than saying I'm just gonna eat everything you know yeah moderation well and I told myself obviously I won't be doing the lives that week that's okay but I told myself I would at least move 
yes. in some way three times while I'm gone. Absolutely. Whether it's just a stroll or a walk or yes. whatever. And invite your family into it. Anytime we go on vacation, my husband loves this. I'm being sarcastic. Okay. <laughs> but we are the family that like we'll go for a five. We'll make a 5K while we're out of town on the beach. Or we'll um, do a family workout. And he doesn't have to do it. But we like make it a family thing so it's more fun. It's not just me working out by myself. That's true. And Sam's on board. So See? I think he'll do it. You it, can do it. You're going to do always, great. We're always better together. Are you the type that does the 5K for Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> always. We're not there yet. Maybe in a couple of years. Maybe in a few years. <laughs> but yes. what are some tips, if anybody's listening, um, that they can just do every day? Nutrition or fitness? Maybe a little bit Maybe of both. Maybe both. Yeah. Okay. So to keep it super simple, move your body every day for 30 minutes. That can be a walk. That could be literally folding laundry or doing dishes. Like set a timer for 30 minutes and move your body. The biggest thing, that is so, we think we move our bodies enough, but if mm -hmm. we will actually be um, very conscious of moving our bodies for 30 minutes every day, it'll change. It'll mm -hmm. change your lifestyle. So go for a walk, take a stroll with the kids, play with your dog, something for 30 minutes every single day. As far as nutrition, like I said, you're going to get enough carbs, fats in your diet already. Focus on protein. Bring some lean meats and some veggies. Those are carbs. But bring, bring the really nutritious stuff into your diet, into your nutritional day, and you're going to see a difference. You're going to feel better. Start okay. small. Move your body. Get some greens. Get some protein. Okay. That you made me think of a question. Yeah. There are carbs in fruit and vegetables. Yes. So how do you – I mean, obviously, they're full of nutritional value. Yes. So what's, what's the rule of thumb when it comes to that kind of stuff? It depends on who you talk to. Every trainer, every everybody's different. I'm not a nutritionist, so I just give advice based on what I have seen work and what I believe. So keep that in mind as I'm saying things. But um, eat fruits and veggies. They're good okay. for you. Just have them in moderation, just with everything else, you know? Yeah. And if you were logging your food, you're going to quickly see that you can have way more veggies as carbs than anything else. So I wouldn't be afraid of them. Like, have the fruit, have the veggies, just be aware of what has more sugar, what makes you feel good, what, you know, what do you overeat accidentally, things like that. Yeah. But I think they're a great source of nutrients. Yeah. And then, you, like you said, you can eat a lot more Absolutely. Um, versus carbs and stuff. Yes. One thing that you constantly say is if you're getting like carbs before a workout and then protein after a workout, yes. why is that? Protein, you can actually have your protein before. Um, carbs are just going to give you energy. Most people need like something on their stomach to work out. I personally prefer to not have anything on my stomach if possible. But if I do, I want a light carb. It's going to make your stomach feel more at ease. Now, this is kind of learning yourself as well. Mm -hmm. If you're going to eat though, I would say 30 to 45 minutes before your workout. Um, if it's right before, it might make you feel a little bit. But some people do like toast or banana right before. Protein after because you're rebuilding the muscles that you broke down. So um, I always say after, if you want to have it before, that's okay. You just want it within 40 minutes of your workout, 45 minutes of your workout. Okay. Well, when we do the Zooms at 5.15 in the morning, I, mm -hmm. I'm the type of person I cannot eat before. Mm -hmm. I have to have my coffee for a good hour to an hour and a half before I even eat breakfast. Um, and that's always been me. So Yeah. So you learn for yourself. Try a few different things and see what works best for you. I will put all of Stephanie's stuff. I have some personal questions, more personal questions for you, but I will be putting Stephanie's contact information in the show notes and on our Instagram because meeting you and getting on your program really, I can, I just, it's changed my life so much and it's part of you as a person too. And it's part of the, um, the community of women that you're building with your program and it's just helped me tremendously and I thank you. So I 1000% recommend Stephanie um, get a hold of her so she can help you with your health goals as well. I would love that. I ask every guest a couple of questions. Are you, do you read a lot? Yes and no, more so now. Right. <laughs> so I know one of the things with 75 hard, the choice is to read so many pages a day. Yes. And that's one thing I've tried to do because I am, I like to read. Mm -hmm. I did not, I'm not doing 75 hard because I knew starting out of the gate for me, I didn't have the commitment for that. Right. Um, but whenever I want to get to the next level, I know that's something I definitely want to try. Yeah. Um, so what books are you currently reading? 
the one I just finished, I finished two this year already. The oh, first wow. one was 75 Hard because I wanted to learn more about it. Just disclaimer, lots of language. Okay. Just read, read past it. <laughs> um, it has some good points, but there's, you know, just be assertive as you read it. Um, the second one is Atomic Habits. That one's been so good. I finished that one the other day. Very easy to read, digestible, like 10-page um, chapters. Loved it. Another thing 75 Hard challenges you to do is to finish a book when you start it, which is really good for my brain because I can be kind of like jump around. Like yeah. I think I started like six books last year and never finished one of them mm-hmm. because I'll just jump around. So it's helping me learn to finish what I start. Um, so that's been really good. So I just started a book um, called Relentless. It was recommended by um, the guy that started – 75 hard I will say there's some things in it so far that I don't believe are true Mm -hmm. but it's still a good read so something I'm learning is to trust myself while I read to discern truth from just someone's opinion and Mm -hmm. that's okay that doesn't mean you have to stop reading the book or like take the good from certain things even when you listen to a podcast take the good discern the truth and move forward so um, but I am really enjoying that book as well that's very true because I was just mentioning that the other day my husband we were watching a documentary and I said, I could literally watch this and become a believer in this thing they're talking about and then watch something opposite of it and start thinking that same way as well. So you yes. do have to know yourself very well mm-hmm. and you have to have a, your set of core values in place. Yes. So you're not just, yes, I completely agree with Especially that. Especially with personal development, mm-hmm. self-help books. So if you're somebody who needs maybe that spiritual background, there's one I'm listening to on Audible called, oh my goodness, what is it called? I'm blanking. This one is called Winning the War in Your Mind, and it's by Craig Grishel. He's a pastor. So that one's very similar to Atomic Habits, but has the, you know, Christian background. So just be careful what you pick if you aren't sure of where you stand with certain, you know, certain things. Okay. I actually read Atomic Habits last year, and I absolutely love it. Now, my problem was I listened to it on Audible, and I yes. shouldn't have because I want to take all the notes, bend all the pages, put yes. sticky notes in. And so I'm actually going to buy a physical copy and read it again because I learned so much from that. And that's one of the ones that you can read it and take something from it. And then when you're in a different stage of your life, you could read it again and take something else from it. Yes. And it's very practical. So if you need a place to start, that's a good one to build better habits and let go of negative ones. Okay. So what about podcast? Um, of course, this one, my favorite. <laughs> right. Mom's in the podcast. <laughs> um, I like the Bible recap one. That one's a good one to listen to, especially if you're trying to read through the Bible. It just recaps it. Um, another one I like that you may not have heard of is Julie Ledbetter. Uh, she is a health and fitness coach. She's very big on um, – she's somebody who has overcome anorexia in her past, bodybuilding, just some struggles with that where it was unhealthy for her. Um, I'm not saying it is for everybody, but for her. And so she talks a lot about body positivity and loving yourself. She has a movement called Honor Your Body with Movement. And so she has a, an awesome podcast. It's like short, really easy. Like mm-hmm. she calls it spitting fire. She'll just like spit fire at you. So that's a good one. I, l- I actually love short podcasts. Yeah, you'll it's love like, that one. Could you fire Look it up, up and, and she's good on with it. I'm going to actually have to check those out, especially the Bible recap one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to hear... It's the good. recap of it. What about um, shows? Are you a Netflix, a binging Netflix kind of person? Not really. I mean, I'd love to be. I don't have right. time for it, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Um, I get to the point where I'm so tired at night. Now, I will say I have my moments. Like, if I have a slower weekend, you better believe I'm going to try and find a good chick flick right. or a good something, rom-com from back in the day. Um, I have my, you know, I have my shows that I like to watch, but... Right yeah. now, I'm not watching a whole lot of TV. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that we've put as our goals is only an hour a day. That's good. And I ha- a lot of times, I ha- during COVID, I did a lot. I went through the whole Downton Abbey. Oh, And I was nice. crying last night when it was over because <laughs> <laughs> I've never d- watched it before. Yeah. Um, but I know that at night, sometimes there's a lot of personal um, things that I want to do, like with my book and stuff that I should be working on that and not watching, binging something. So that was one of my goals this year. And when we set out to do an hour a day, we actually don't hit it a lot of the times. Oh. Yeah, unless there's like a tech basketball game on or something, yeah. then you got two at once. But yeah. it, it really does. Like if you're working out and you're doing all the things for your business, 
you're exhausted when you lay your head on that pillow. Yep. And for me, if I start something in the evening, I won't usually fall asleep to it. I'll just keep watching. Yep. You know, those shows, Virgin River was one that I had to oh finish. Oh my gosh, I love so that So good. I mean, those are the kind of shows I like. But once it's over, I'm like, okay, I don't need to, <laughs> you know, I don't need to watch anything. Right. Yeah. You know, Sweet Magnolias, mm-hmm. those things. That comes so. out this next week. Oh, great. Okay. Well, I will be watching that. <laughs> anyway, yes. I love that one too. You have two littles. Mm-hmm. So parenting hacks or tips that you've learned in your short, but mm-hmm. seven years, six years. Yeah. So these will apply to more little kids. Uh-huh. Um, for me, it has been huge to invite them into mm-hmm. what I'm doing. So health related, I let my kids work out with me. They see me train clients. They come and step on boxes with us. They come and play on my T-Rex bands. Um, you know, the other morning, my littlest woke up way too early, and she literally wanted to sit out in the 24-degree weather and plank with me and do those Aww. things, you know? And yeah. I think we think it's not a big deal, but I can see that they're growing up realizing that those habits are normal and the activity is normal, whether it's a sport or whether it's getting into fitness, whatever it looks like, you know, being healthy can be normal. Now they're their nutrition habits aren't great, but, you know, we're doing <laughs> I mean, what we can. At this age. Um, the other thing I would say is just spiritually um, letting them into what you're doing as well. Like, mm-hmm. let them see you have your quiet time. I would love to go do that by myself, but when they're awake, I just tell them, hey, this is my time with Jesus, and I let them into that. And when they're sick, I want to teach them to pray first. When they're hurt or scared I want to teach them that they don't have to be afraid this happened last night my daughter woke up and she was scared and I want to remind them that even when I'm not there God is with them like instilling those truths in them so that as they grow up they know it like the back of their hand you know they're like God is always with me I don't have to be afraid yeah things like that that's such a good point because I recently came to that same conclusion with making sure that my kids know you go to him first yeah. with anything. If you're at school and something's happened or you're yes. nervous or whatever, go to him. That's should always be your first, your first thing to do. And yeah. I don't do that sometimes. And so I need yeah. to be a better example of that. Well, it's hard. Like we have to be intentional with it too. And so, and then they'll remind you, which is crazy when they're like, wait, have you prayed about it? Have you taught? And you're like, yes. Oh I love it when they calling that, me though. out, yeah. but it's good. It's really, it's good. So just invite them into what you're doing, whatever it is. And they love, you're so right. Mm-hmm. I, Hadley wants to be in the kitchen when I'm cooking. And yeah. sometimes it takes twice as long. I know, but it's but worth it. Yes, <laughs> you are so right. Because the, teaching I mean, her how to cook. Yeah, and they'll remember that. Yes. And that's, I mean, you, you blink and it's gone. That's right. It's crazy. That's right. They grow up quick. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming today. I thank know you, you have a full schedule. Me. But I know there's so many women out there that are going to appreciate this episode and get a lot from it. So thank you so much, Stephanie. You're welcome. Thank you. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Moms in the Hub podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please share it on Instagram and don't forget to tag us. Have a wonderful week.